0: My, I think I, I um, do this, um, I think often these days, um, what I'm just about to do <laughs> is uh, some, sometimes I have to come out, not uh, the other coming out i have done, I think. <laughs> That's done. <laughs> but uh, this coming out is uh, coming out as... Um, I I really love this practice very much. I, uh, <laughs> I actually don't know that I there's something else that I that that um, I don't know it's a meaning a, a mix of um, enjoy and, and enjoyment and meaning and um, I'm uh, I keep being um, amazed that. Um, how um, simple this practice is you know like a few steps outside in the snow listening to the crunching of the you know the the boot uh, on the snow and the you know the potential of uh, what can be revealed in uh, in awareness in uh, in an awareness that is not preoccupied occupied you know are s- scattered, you know, but that, that uh, is gathered. And, um, uh... Yeah, so, uh... So a moment of intimacy, we could call it, describe it like this, a moment of uh, intimacy, of uh, uh, presence that has some purity for, it for a couple of <coughs> seconds, maybe. Um, uh, where there's a, the, the, the presence is totally available uh, to the event, the phenomena happening. Um, and in that moment, what can happen? And I know we're not on an inside retreat, so I'm cheating here a little bit, but they're closely related. So, um, But in the moment of, uh, of a careful, caring attention, uh, something... Uh, incredible can happen. It's also absolutely ordinary, but also incredible is the... The, uh, the, pers- like it, the words will m- make it seem bigger than, than in a way than, than it is, but in a moment of just uh, hearing the crunching of the snow, in, in this case, um, suddenly falls away a whole construction of, you know, a certain me, you know and who i have to be in my you know family life or my schedule for 2019 and you know like all these these things reveal their ephemeral nature they completely disappear and there's just the crunching of the snow even pascal disappears there's the crunching of the snow and the knowing of the crunching of the snow and the this you know this kind of uh, problem of Pascal <laughs> I'm stuck with. You don't know, you just, <laughs> you don't know. What's gonna happen to Pascal? Pascal this, Pascal that. Uh, you have your own problems. <laughs> and uh, But this, that seems so important and heavy and t- takes me here like this, you know, at the throat, and you know, suddenly vanishes, shows its ephemeral nature. In this moment, there's just the crunching of the snow. There's been death. Pascal died. It was not a big problem. (laughs) So, you know, like, that that says a lot to the construction of also death that is coming, you know. Like, Pascal just died for a few seconds, and there was no problem (laughs) for anybody, you know. And whoops, then there's a, a... another appearance that appears you know and uh, and so that's that's there's a kind of freedom in that. oh now like the false problem of Pascal disappeared when it comes back then maybe it'll be it will be held more lightly, more compassionately <coughs> uh, not so identified, not so sticky, not so heavy. Oh yeah the problem of Pascal I've seen it come and go you know, so we'll take care of it, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, what I call the problem is whatever, what's going to happen to him, how he's perceived, what he really wants to be or should be, or, you know, is not. Now this as can gain some lightness, you know, oh yeah, I know that construction, that's what it is. Before, I don't know, I think it's really you know, really important and really true and heavy and sticky and, you know, ir- unresolvable. And I said, oh, it's an appearance, it's an appearance. And so the link that I'll make here, uh, it's actually th- uh, touching for me to, uh, as I'm saying this to you, that I'm, I'm, I'm deeply touched by this, you know, the link between what I'm describing and forgiveness. Is to me is is uh, is very powerful here. So, you know, the Pascal that might have done something in the past that was detrimental to um, self or others. In that moment, you know, what is revealed is that this Pascal has died. You know, this did happen, but the identification with that, you know, the the, the keeping this like really like uh, solid and this is me and this is. It it's actually vanishes. There was an event, maybe where something was said, or not said, or done or not done. It did really happen. It appeared. It had an impact in many ways. It did appear, and it vanished. So that's the nature of insight. An, ins- an insight is a moment of uh, the snow crushing, the foot, foot crushing the snow with quality, high quality presence. There's a clarification. This is a moment that happens in time, it's an event, a phenomena. It means it appears, it disappears, it vanishes, it's gone. And so, understanding this, you know, the kind of conception of a Pascal enduring during Pascal that is was there, is there, will be there, will it be there, you know? All this is clarified for a moment. And, and, uh, and uh, the nature of insight is that it's uh, inferential it can be so in that moment of the snow crushing and the deep understanding oh this existed and it vanished it was a moment it doesn't have to be owned and carried and and put in a storyline you know that time when i was no this was a, a phenomenon the universe happened and it's gone in the understanding that moment there's a possibility of understanding all other moments oh So is the moment when this happened. It's not happening anymore. It's gone. It can be released. It's actually completely vanished that moment where there was that going on. It's non-existent. Ah, I don't have to carry this all the time with me. The story of moi, to whom this happened, who did that or did not do that. You know? I don't have to be faithful to this in this way. You know, I don't have to be stuck with this. It's gone. To actually, uh, you know, become aware of this can bring some lightness to the heart. This is gone. And it did happen. You know, it's not denial. It's not saying it didn't happen or it didn't have an impact, you know, in some ways, uh, inwardly or outwardly. But the recognition that this event, that moment, that mind state that did that, Actually, it applies to self and others. The other that did that to me, the did thing is gone, and the one who did it is gone also. They're all vanished. That was a phenomena, an event in time. It's gone. And so it's important to do this. And there can be uh, traces of things, of course, in the body that you know, registered impact, uh, sometimes extremely powerfully, you know, in the psyche also, so uh, easy to impress, you know, leave impressions, of course. But uh, part of the healing is the deep recognition of this. This doesn't exist anymore. It's actually gone, you know. And so working with the difficult person. Uh, this might apply here. You know, the way that we tend to identify a behavior with a person. The behavior is despicable, dangerous maybe, harmful. Is there an absolute link between the person and the behavior when the behavior is found in other uh Um, areas of human nature, of the universe, you know. So maybe there's a little bit of unhooking that can be done. Not easy what I'm talking about, not easy at all, you know. But for self and for others, there can be a little bit of a, you know, discernment. And, oh, these are two things. This behavior is extremely harmful. This being is a complex system of cause and effect, of conditions, conditioning, you know, of sensitivity. And so, are you following me a little bit in there? So the images sometimes that are um, uh, used is, um, you uh, imagine that... um, you're traveling somewhere, and maybe in, in a park, in a city, or in the um, uh, countryside, there's um, a, a beautiful little lake. And uh, they actually rent boats. And so for not much money, you can actually rent a boat for an hour and go on the lake and just enjoy. It's a beautiful day. And so you go on the lake, and you, you know, do what you do with the boat, There's a verb there. (laughs) And uh, so you you go like this, and it's lovely. Maybe there's a little island, it's beautiful, and it's quiet, and it's sunny. And you decide to uh, actually lay down uh, in the boat just to get some sun, you know. So you lay down there, and you're resting there. It's quiet, it's peaceful. And you're almost falling asleep, you know, in the loveliness of the moment. And then, Bang! Another boat hits you, and you're like, "What? You know, like, stupid. You, you don't. Can't you see me? I'm resting here for a moment. You know. You know. There's some reaction like this. They said, "Like, how stupid is that? Can I take a moment to just close my <laughs> eyes? You know, without having somebody knock me. You know. And you. So you stand up in the boat. You know, like, <laughs> asshole." You <know? laughs> To find out that the boat is empty, there was nobody there. It was an unhooked boat that was drifting, and it not there was nobody there. There was just the conditions, you know. That that's like very deep teaching, and you know, there was there was the conditions were such that there was bang this thing, you know, and so. Um, you know, another image that is used, I went with the deep one. Maybe I should have done it progressively. <laughs> <laughs> so if you use these stories, use them the other side. <laughs> the other one is um, you um, you're, you're go to the grocery, you get a few things, eggs, uh, you know, strawberries. I mean, what's in the new... Uh, Canadian food. We <laughs> didn't get orange juice this oh, yes. time. No alcohol. <laughs> didn't get red meat, but <laughs> you got the rest. <laughs> and so you have your, but you, you know, do you have yogurt? I don't think so. You don't have yogurt anymore. <laughs> oh my god, it's a little bag <laughs> of fruits and nuts, <laughs> and you. Uh, and you, uh, what happened in that story? <laughs> and uh, and you're, so you're going back to, you know, to take the bus back home or walk back home or go to the car. No, you're not using the car anymore. <laughs> you're going to the electric car. <laughs> and uh, on your way to your electric car, <laughs> you... Uh, you actually, uh, somebody appears, bang, and knocks you, you know, and so all, you know, the eggs goes flying and the, the whole thing, and you're like, again, you know, same words come to mind, you know, like, and but you look and you see that the person uh, is blind, you know, and so um, uh, they couldn't see, and so right away there's a change of heart. Oh, my God, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm so sorry, you know, and so uh, the, the perception changes, you know, on, on, the, on the thing. So these are two examples around this. And so the person couldn't see. Uh, and so with the difficult person, there's something of that nature around there, you know. Uh, the person uh, don't know. They're confused. They're yourself, you know, because, you know, sometimes the enemy is oneself, or the one that needs forgiveness is not another, it's oneself. You know? And so, I, I, I think of something I did a number of years ago, many, many years ago, that was, not, um, that was not wise, that was not... And when I look at this, I can see very clearly this being was confused. This being really thought that uh, getting their hand on this thing would be satisfying. They didn't know about the incapacity for things to satisfy. They hadn't encountered the Buddhist teachings. They really thought this is gonna be satisfying. When I get this, it's all gonna be okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? So in this confusion, they were greed was active, you know, because it seemed like having this was really important. So this being was ready to do a few things that were legal, but you know And so, this being did these things, you know, because the conditions were such. The conditions were perfectly coming together for this to happen. So, I'm talking about this, uh, avoiding the guilt-tripping, a lifetime of hating oneself, you know. This would be the danger here. The other danger would be irresponsible. These things happen. And here we are trying to hit what we call the middle path, Buddhism, It's called the middle path. So it's the path of not irresponsibility, nor the path of uh, guilt-tripping or shaming or, you know, uh, blaming rather, and other. But the middle path of understanding, oh, the conditions were such that these uh, reprimandable actions or words were done. It did happen. It did have repercussions. It It was done by this one you know and it doesn't make this person a bad person it makes uh, the confusion do what it does and the greed do what it does you know cause harm and uh, and m- mess around you know so that's true and so there can be a real echo that is not um, it's not fun to think about this you know it's not pleasant but it also doesn't fall in the extreme of solidifying a self around an event like this, a self or an (coughs) other. That's extremely tricky stuff, but I think extremely important also. Um, So the middle path here, uh, avoiding guilt or blame and uh, avoiding irresponsibility. So here, like this, discernment wisdom um, so one of the ways that one of the doorways for me around this was um, Sylvia Borstein's word so in a retreat like this one time i was sitting there and she was teaching and she she said in like slowly and you know with well well said you know like uh, the words lack in English here but uh, like weighing on each word you know like making each word important Mm -hmm. and uh, I I was sitting there eyes closed kind of in meditation but listening to the talk and she said the conditions were such the conditions were such that it could not have been otherwise the conditions were such that this is exactly what happened and to me, something clicked in my mind. Oh, <coughs> the conditions were such that this is exactly how it unfolded. Wow. And so, you know, I can apply this to many things. I'm HIV positive, many of you know this, you know. And so that, that could be like wide open door for, you know, guilt tripping and blame, you know. And yet, you know, in the 1990s, uh, there were, the conditions were such for a young uh, gay man without good role models, you know, in a society that was exactly as it was, and a mind that was exactly, and this, the conditions were such that this is what's happening today. No blame, uh, but not irresponsible. Oh, but now we need to take care of this health, you know, in this, you know, in all kinds of ways, you know, and so no identification, it's me, it's about me, no, this is, the conditions were such, this is what's happening. Now, caring, loving kindness, what do you do with this? Well, you take good care of this, and you don't make yourself out of this, you don't deny it, mm-hmm. but you don't <coughs> get totally uh, attached to it, you know, it's there, you take care of it. I think in the, um, in the reflecting in these conversations around um, uh, loving kindness, it's extremely important also to talk about boundaries, because we could easily, you know, be mistaken and think like, oh, let's love everyone and let's you know be okay with everything, and and which is absolutely not what we're talking about. You know, we're not talking about being nice at all cost. Loving kindness. Might sometimes look nice, and it might sometimes look not nice. You know, uh, having f- clear boundaries for I see as a really good uh, expression of loving kindness for self and others. No, you don't cross that line. You know, this it stops here. You know, is an extremely uh, important thing. Is an expression of wisdom, an expression of uh, of the discernment, an expression of love. You know, and so. Uh, talking about, um, you know, sending meta to the the um, the uh, difficult case or difficult person or enemy, as it's known classically, might mean I wish you well, and no, I'm not going to hang out with you, you know, and I'll wish you well from a distance, even in imagination. <laughs> I'll put you behind the, you know, a glass window, <laughs> and that's from where from I'll send you wishes of well-being, you know. Um, and so there can be, uh, there can be a, a lot of discernment around this. Uh, so that's extremely, uh, extremely important. I remember Kamala Masters uh, describing one time being, I think, in a shopping mall or something like this, and she saw somebody who was abusing somebody else. And she said there was such clarity in her mind and uh, she's, she says, I'm not very strong or anything, but I just went straight to them and I started uh, saying words that I never, ever used. I was just had a sense, like, I have to come in strongly here to make sure this, to protect everybody, you know, the abuser and the abused, you know. So both are not doing something good for themselves, you know, for the, the, not wrongly expressed here, but both are it, both are being harmed, you know. And she said, I came in, and the loving-kindness looked at a certain look <laughs> 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 with a very strong, clear intervention. And uh, I remember her s- describing when uh, after the event, like knowing, there was no, it was not out of hatred. It was out of urgency, out of a recognition that there was a need to, uh, you know, interfere, uh, intervene. You know, and uh, and there was, a, and so that's to me it raises also the maybe um, a, a, an important um, reflection on on the anger. Uh, so in the classic Buddhist teaching, anger is uh, synonymous with hatred, uh, as I understood it from my teachers. So never welcome, never helpful. Mm-hmm. Then. You know, the, um, I'm thinking of Joanna Macy, another dear teacher that I worked with, and Joanna Macy talks about a certain kind of anger as a passion for justice, you know, something in which there's a, there can be a lot of clarity and energy that can initiate uh, the speaking up where there is, uh, you know, injustice in some ways. And so it's an extremely kind of tricky, I would say, energy to be with because abuse can easily come in and hatred, so to actually, in anger, be able to uh, take out kind of the gold, we could say, of the clarity, of the intelligence, you know, and the energy that is there to use this um, uh, beneficially, is is, uh, is is delicate work. Uh, it needs a, a mind that is, I think, I would think, very very steady, that can actually hold a charge like this. Without um, losing, you know, the the capacity to discern, and uh, so I, both steadiness and agility, I would I would think in the mind. And so, so this this maybe is a little bit of unconventional uh, Buddhist teachings. I know that some of my senior teachers maybe would not agree with this. So. I put, put this out there, f- and uh, but I feel fine saying this because I know that in the in these teachings here, we're not supposed to believe anything. We're we're invited to check out stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of research is very very uh, prominent, prominent. the mm-hmm. you know, so something there's a suggestion about something, a mean, you know the meaning of things or how to go about something, and we go and check it out. This is the teaching of the Buddha. Ehi pasiko, see for yourself. Don't believe me, please. Go and check it out. Is this true for you? Is, is this helpful or not? You'll be the one who will be able to determine, clarify this for yourself. Um, but, yeah, again, footnote here. That's an energy that is, uh, I think, uh, is so strong that we can easily get confused about it. As with sexual energy, or there's different kinds of energies that are can be very powerful, and they can create a lot of confusion about what is what and what is, uh, you know, what is really helpful and not helpful. Because in the end, I think this is probably the only thing we're talking about: helpful, not helpful. In Pali, kusala, akusala, wholesome, unwholesome, liberating, entangling. Yeah. So why we're practicing uh, loving-kindness here and friendliness? Because it is known to be absolutely liberating, beneficial. When we say beneficial in this practice, it means beneficial for self and others. It's never exclusive in, in a way. It's always beneficial. And so in the teaching it says hatred, always unhelpful. Never, ever helpful. That's for us to check it out, is that true? devastating for oneself and not helping situations. Uh, benevolence, which is not being nice. It's okay, no, I don't mind. Walk all over me. <laughs> not that. That's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Benevolence always uh, has the, you know, because it's be- always beneficial for self and others, it means it always includes self and includes others. So this consideration that is wide you know, for oneself and the impact. Uh, wow, I'm <laughs> feeling strongly about <laughs> it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm, so check out how how you uh, how it's landing for you uh, this moment. Oh, again, because I have in mind to talk about, um, you know, wishing well to um, the difficult uh, person, uh, I bring the idea again of protection, protection for oneself, and, uh, uh, because hatred is so uh, devastating for oneself, so hard on oneself. That's why we would like so we're, We might not be doing it so much for the other as for our own well-being, Um uh, and there's a kind of a cutish example of this where um, a number of years ago I was teaching, uh, uh, doing, um, anyway, having a conversation with um, another um, practitioner like us and uh, he was saying, uh, we were talking about metta and practicing metta and all this, and so one day he told me, you know that I do metta now with, with my daughter since a few months, and she was, I don't know, I want to say like seven, something like this. And he said, I want to tell you the story because it's, it's, it's kind of, a, it's interesting. So every night we take uh, just a few minutes, a couple of minutes, five minutes to do metta. So who do we send metta to? And we get really creative about who we're sending wishes of well-being to, you know, hippopotamus, and fish, and grandmothers, and teachers, and you know, and et cetera. And and he was telling me, so one evening around Christmas time, uh, there was a knock on the door, and uh, you know, at dinner time, the family together and knock on the door, and they open the door, and it's the neighbor. Who is uh, in disguise as a Santa Claus and drunk, <laughs> and and he comes in, and it, you know it's a little bit messy and uh, scary for the child, you know, and uh, and he left and he says since then, every night when we do meta, we do all kinds of people, but Santa Claus is there every night, <laughs> just like let's do for Santa Claus, and uh, and he was saying I think she got a sense that he needed care, you know, and actually the story was that this person was going through a divorce and uh, it was a difficult time in his life. And uh, and so, and he was saying, every night she she thinks about Santa Claus, you know, and, and his explanation was that uh, she was recognizing that uh, he needed uh, care and love. And my kind of spontaneous understanding, this is mine, you know, maybe maybe nothing to do with the little girl but my sense was like also as a protection you know like she 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 might um, do do this as a protection for herself you know um, in some ways anyway so the Santa Claus was her difficult uh, uh, person So I'm, I'm wondering if we could uh, maybe uh, go and explore this in action a little bit, uh, just uh, if, you, if you see it, uh, you know, if it feels like a right time now for you to, uh, at this moment, this afternoon, if you're in the mood to go and... Uh, and you might have played already with this. We Human beings like exploration, you know. <laughs> so you might have played a little bit with this. But if you want, I could guide... Um, a little bit of an exploration around uh, a difficult being. And you don't have to choose the most difficult one, you know, Mm. Uh, right away. You could choose just somebody who's annoying you these days (laughs) a little bit, you know, or somebody with who there is some tensions around something. It might be even just slight, very, very slight, you know. You love this person and there's this little misunderstanding or edge in the rapport um, and so the way I'll do it um, I, I don't know I'd, I'd love to hear about it after but I think there's some it's there's some one needs to follow because it's uh, there's some I don't know if it's complexity is the right word maybe it is actually or maybe maybe not but I uh, uh, But anyway, one needs to be attentive. Otherwise, you just take off in your own world, and it's totally fine too. So, um, yeah, take a a posture that is uh, good for you. And uh, one description of metta that I read maybe a year ago that I enjoyed was uh, still with this view of um, metta being a spontaneous response of the heart, but it's hindered uh, by different things that are in our minds and heart. And uh, and so the presentation here was a a removing of obstacle, and so uh, renouncing... uh, you know, renouncing expectation, renouncing uh, preconceived ideas, renouncing judgment, just for a moment, uh, to free the person. Uh, Because of the nature of attachment, often... uh, the people that are slightly difficult are the, the people we're closer with, to, Because there's the mind clings to the way they should be, the way we expected them to be, or the way it would be good for them to be. So it's hard for the love to flow because there's a kind of an opinion in between and the way. So if you want, we could start uh, in this way. Just think about uh, (coughs) somebody that um, you spend uh, time with that is uh, in your, uh, you know, uh, friend or family member. And if you want, you could think something like, um, for a moment, just for a moment as an exploration and secretly, I, uh, I release you from my ideas about you. I free you from my uh, limiting ideas about you, from my expectations and demands. For a moment, for just a moment, here, I free you from my judgments, little judgments or big judgments about you. For a moment I free you from the ways that I cling To you, or who you should be, I free you from my fear. I take a moment to wish you well outside of my opinions and preferences. Maybe you want to try with someone else. Somebody else might come to mind here. For a moment, I free you from my biases about you, and the better version of you I have in my mind. The ways I want you to be or behave, I wish you. Well, underneath all my ideas and fears, I wish you well. Taking a moment to feel the body here if you want to, this body sitting here, breathing, hearing. if you uh, if you want to if you feel it's uh, appropriate or good timing, you want to think about somebody with whom there is difficulties could be resentment or misunderstanding a difficult dynamic fear. So this person uh, comes to mind, and uh, you could imagine them maybe far away at some distance and just noticing the state of the heart and mind when we bring this person to mind sometimes the heart tenses, contracts contracts, or sadness arises or fear or some charge. Maybe it's quiet today in there, in the heart. And with the power of our imagination, just now we'll imagine this being, the same being, but now as a newborn. Fragile, dependent. They're lying down, maybe not too far from us, in the crib, in the bed, maybe asleep, breathing. wrapped uh, in a blanket. This person with whom I'm having some difficulties, now as a newborn, fragile, vulnerable, dependent, If you want, you can come closer. Maybe take them in your arms, just if you want, feeling the weight of that little bundle, the fragility. see if any wishes come to your mind, if you're just there caringly. You're about to put this little one uh, uh, back on the, the bed here. So what is your last uh, words or well-wishing? Now you step a few feet back again being, this newborn is resting there. And with the power of uh, your imagination, now we make a kind of a leap in time as we can do with the imagination. And now, this being, this difficult person in your life, or this person with whom there is tension or resentment, or becomes an, an elderly being, actually very, very much uh, elderly. They're resting in bed, weak. They're actually maybe just a few moments before dying. They might be asleep. can just stay there. <coughs> With this also vulnerable being dependent. <coughs> you can stay there if you want, you can come closer. or not hold the hand of this being as you see fit it feels right for you safe okay and if you want to Uh, Take a moment to think of three gifts that you received from this person. Three things that you received from this person. Maybe you can tell them what it is. I want to thank you for Maybe there is uh, three things that you would like yourself to uh, apologize for. Ways that you might, uh, uh, I don't know, have hurt this person, or just see if it feels right or not. Maybe there's something you want to take responsibility for. And just before you go, see what uh, wishes you might have for this person or for yourself. Uh, these images this person vanish feel the body uh, sitting here breathing here what's in the chest area (coughs) feel the hands resting feel the temperature of the room in your skin. Allow yourself to hear the sounds. Maybe gently open the eyes, recognizing that we're here now. This was a play of imagination. You're here now, safe. Thank you. So that's an exploration. It's, uh, you know, it might have worked or not, or parts sure. of it. Or, um, it's just uh, one way to, uh, you know, to um, yeah, to explore the relationship with a difficult being. Anything you want to report or question or... A pose or <laughs> nuance. When you said said that this person, like back here. This person think of three gifts he gave you or she, or, but he didn't. So I didn't know what to do there. Yeah, then that's the, that's it. This you recognize that there's none. You know. Okay. Um, you know when I think of this. You know, doing this exercise, there's, there's one person that I think really um, gave me the gift. They, they didn't know that, that was not intentional, but they, they gave me the gift of uh, learning to really take care of myself, you know, learning, learning to uh, be my best friend, to, to become really aware of my integrity and, you know, some, something like this. You know, that was like a, not a direct gift, but a, a very precious Give in a way, you
1: know. I um, I realized that, and I knew this, that the pr- people that I have difficulty with are people that I have wounded as well. Mm. So it's like this uh, skin protection over needing to forgive myself or work with that image of me, and uh, so I was doing it in tandem, like for myself. Actually, I didn't do the yet, so I need to do that for me, but certainly very aware that uh, there's two offenders in this situation. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So relationship often, sometimes, not, but often not complex. Very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it can
1: protect to uh, to not see the whole complexity of it. it can yeah. Protect the
0: self-image. Yeah. Exactly. So, like in a way, this reflection is one way to because sometimes we have like a, a kind of a single story. You know, you're a bad person, and that's it. You know, and, and to actually allow. You know, it might it might not be. It might be like this, but it might also allow you know take responsibility for something. Um, allow for nuances about the person, mm-hmm. you know, to be there. Yourself. Thank you. Yes. So the meditation we're doing just
2: in is here. in safe easy to have loving and compassion but when you're there with them then the the same behaviors and the things that have wounded you they're there in front of you and granted this is a process we just started a practice and granted know, know, there shouldn't be any Expectations of miraculous changes of behavior um, when it comes to actually interacting with this person. But do you have any thoughts on how mm-hmm. how our practice individually uh, distanced, mm-hmm. far from this person? How can we bring it gradually into our interactions? Is there you mm-hmm. know formal obviously? Any
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I think like um, the sending wishes of well-being to oneself strengthen a kind of a caring capacity for oneself, you know, because sometimes in the, in this situation we can easily uh, abandon ourselves, you know, when there's a, you know, uh, we can collapse inwardly. And uh, and so m- my sense is uh, having a, a stronger and stronger kind of love, active op- in operation, love of self, would mean that one wouldn't uh, maybe Collapse less, or for, for for forget oneself less. You know, um, I'm thinking of in this situation where um, a person I was uh, uh, in relationship with had um, would um, have um, kind of disgust, sometimes expressed, like be disgusted, uh, and this was like to me, I would absolutely collapse and and believe in that. You know, like that I was disgusting, or, you know, I, I could see that. And with the practice, I saw that I could actually uh, stay stay awake uh, more when this was coming. Instead of being overwhelmed and l- losing ground, there was a capacity to still care for Pascal and to, to say, oh, this is one presentation, this is one view. You know, it's a mistaken view, it's an oppressive view, you know, but. Uh, I went from not being able to do that, thinking the other is intelligent, they know I'm a piece of shit, you know, to actually this person is mistaken and they're very, you know, it's very powerful and it's gripping me when they come with this kind of view or attitude. But I, there's something now that remains, you know, caring in here, you know, and loving. Um, so that's just a personal example around this. But I think there's several things here we focus a lot on sensory awareness so there's like oh standing stepping walking so all these things to me become extremely important so in in a situation where um, there's discomfort or tension to actually be able to uh, because the mind can be kind of as a vortex get caught in, in something but to actually know oh there is a body standing here there is breath happening. It helps me not kind of uh, be sucked in uh, in something, you know. So uh, keep um, being awake, which to me means uh, keeping a kind of integrity, a kind of faithfulness to self, you know, where there would be just a collapse in uh, uh, Do you see a little bit? When? And so the sensory, the being embodied here will... Um, Create more conditions for us to actually be there and awake when we're oh, there's something happening. There's abuse happening, instead of uh, yeah, being um, kind of fascinated or or in, under the spell of uh, you know. So knowing you're here, that I'm here, I count. You know, this something like this. Thank you. Mm
2: about that we go as far as the knowing that I'm here and the compassion for self. Isn't that something powerful enough? Do we, what is the advantage of going to the next place of actually confronting the person? Why I assume your answer, well, you're the answer. Um To me, I think it would be very beautiful if we could really embody the I am really okay and I, I can let go of my, you know, there's something wrong with me. What about going to them and not getting the response that, because they haven't been to a retreat like this, they're not necessarily going to be in touch Mm -hmm. and they might be holding on to their old stuff or just not even understanding (coughs) where the hell I'm coming from yeah why do that why take a chance on that and why isn't it enough, I'm just liking the idea of just feeling more comfortable about who I am Mm. I think that is
0: Sounds right to me, you know, but there's, you know, every situation maybe has its particularities. But uh, so some of what I'm hearing you talk about maybe is as equanimity in it, you know. So let's say uh, you, you have self-love and self-care and uh, there's a discernment and an acceptance that your version of me is yours. I hope you take good care of it, you know your behavior is yours i don't have to carry your behaviors it's yours your way to talk is yours the buddha there's a at some point somebody comes and verbally abuses the buddha and uh i don't know if it's ananda who's often around who's around but uh the buddha says nothing and the person to, and leaves and uh, so uh, maybe ananda i can't remember who it is but ananda says why didn't you say anything? Why? And the Buddha said, "You know, when somebody comes and they give you a gift, mm-hmm. if you don't take the gift, who has the gift? The person wanted to give it to you. If you don't take it, they have the gift. You know, they have the thing." Mm-hmm. And so he says his words were his. You know, I hope, you know, he takes good care of them, you know. But I don't have to carry his words they are his action, his words. Like, it would be mistaken for me for the rest of my life to t- carry these. You know, I don't have to carry these. These are yours. These are your actions, your words. You take good care of them. You know, I'll take care of mine. Was there something you wanted to uh, share or name? A name?
2: Just a comment on um, going through the process of picturing person as a person and I could let myself be drawn to that and, and take care of that being. And when you switched it to them at their deathbed, I was completely averse to that, and I didn't want to embrace that. And uh, I, I just found that interest because there's these two very vulnerable, fragile mm-hmm. beings, but something completely shifted, and uh, I could feel it in my body. I was just was, yeah. away. that's
0: what happened and did you honor that I did great I'm a little disappointed in myself (laughs) what's wrong with you you should uh, you should (laughs) it should have been okay with you (laughs) why what's wrong with you (laughs) I'm playing here it's very tricky what I'm doing but yeah so you know and this practice how it is oh it's like this there's a strong bodily reaction the whole system says no et voilà You know, it's like this right now. You know, this is how it is right now. And who knows, you know, another time how it would be or what's underneath this, you know, but it's exactly like this right now. So honoring this. So we're interested, that's what I find extremely liberating in this practice is we're interested in reality, not what it should be or could be, you know. We're really, really, we abandon the other versions, actually. We're not so fascinated you know, easily hooked by, yeah, but it should, no, there's no it should, this is what's here, you know, it should not have happened, no, it did happen, we're interested in reality, you know, this is what's happening now, what's the appropriate response, you know, am I going to force myself to do this, or just say, hey, strong reaction, it's a kind of a play, we're exploring, so let's honor this right now, you know, and see where it's going to lead, you know, who knows, you know, this might be the end of that story, or maybe later something will pop up, you know, around that. So, extremely interested in reality as it shows up. Okay, thank you. I'm aware of the time now, and so um, let's just take a moment to uh, let all these words dissolve and images. May we be protected by the practice that we are doing here this week. And uh, may our practice also protect uh, the beings around us, and those uh, far away, and those of the three times of the past, the present and the future. May all beings, no exclusion, be protected. Thank you again for your, uh, your consideration. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.